Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's good to be back. I, if you have noticed, I have missed a couple weeks here. I was down for the count with COVID. <laughs> um, he's bound to get it at some point, as reckless as I've been. <laughs> so now I got that natural immunity, baby. Um, it kicked my ass, too. I ain't going to lie. I thought I didn't man, I get into it in the episode. I talk a little bit about it, but uh so that's where I've been. I had to reschedule some guests. I'm sorry I missed it, but you know, that's the times we're living. Now I got that uh you know, should be safe for at least a year, I imagine. What a good time to come back though. What a great episode. Um uh, I was kind of I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really feeling the podcast this morning. I was like, man, it's been a couple weeks, I feel out of it. I still don't feel 100% like I'm not contagious anymore, but I still it's like, you know, it, it, you know, it got me pretty good. Um, so I'm still not 100% yet. So I was like, oh, I got to clean up the studio and then I have to be on my A game. And then when Richard got here, he just brings the energy. He's got a great aura and just feeling and it just energized me. And I was just it was awesome. Awesome to get back into talking into the podcast world, back into the realm. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I still got it, too. I still got it. This was a good episode. Woohoo! Uh, Richard Torrance. You can find him on Instagram at Richard underscore E underscore Torrance. Uh, he's an inventor and a male model. And uh, like I, I the male modeling thing was fun to talk about, but that's not the main reason I wanted him on here, but uh, I was, you know, introduced to him that he was, that he was uh, an inventor and was going to be on Shark Tank. And I was like, sign me up for this guy. I don't need to hear anything more. An inventor, a Shark Tank, like I'm in, I'm in, baby. And this was what a good dude, what a great person. He doesn't tell us what the invention is yet because it's not quite out there yet, but we will find out hopefully, uh, hopefully in a year we find out exactly what it is and we will be able to purchase it. But until then, find him on social media, watch his pretty face being a model all over Kansas City and, I don't know, elsewhere, hopefully. And uh, that's it, everybody. This was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah, for, before I forget, our new sponsor, Kansas City Whiskey Co. Are you kidding me? It feels so good to have a sponsor. Uh, anywhere in the Kansas City metropolitan area, you can find their stuff in the stores. Uh, lots of local bars. And I think there's a few places you can actually order it online for you people outside the Kansas City region. Uh, if you have questions, hit me up. I can send you a link. Uh, but there's like a, I think it's in St. Louis based liquor company that ships out uh, bottles and they sell they sell this whiskey here. Uh, it's great. I love it. I think it makes a mean old fashioned. I like to drink it. I like to drink it neat, as they say, neat. That's just, you know, a couple fingers in a glass. <laughs> you know, a couple fingers with that whiskey. And uh, I thank you guys for sponsoring me. Hopefully uh, you, you guys don't get sick of my <laughs> my voice too, too early. Uh, I love you all. Everybody, enjoy this episode. Neanderthal Pod on Instagram if you'd like to follow. Again, Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. And if you want the video version... It's a dollar a month. I love you guys. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Well, no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Void of Soul. 
Thank you for coming to the podcast. Boom, talk, boom. Three, two, one. Well, I've really slowed down on my cereal eating lately. I've been trying to eat. Like, past couple years, I've been eating more healthy. Like, every morning, it's a boring breakfast, but the same thing. I have eggs and yogurt. Okay. And some toast. Uh-huh. I'm eggs and a bowl of, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, a bowl of oatmeal. Okay. Yeah. I'll throw some oatmeal in there during the wintertime. Uh, I do it almost every morning. What uh, were your go-to cereals before you stopped kind of eating a lot of sugary stuff? Like, did, did you uh, ever like, like, the? Go- did you have any go-to, like, crazy, like, Lucky Charms or Captain Crunch? Nah, no. It just, if I don't, uh. I only go to the cereal if I don't can't find me anything to eat, and it's uh, after a period of time. But I grab a banana first, and uh, but some cereal. If I like, if I say to myself, you know what, this banana ain't gonna tie me over. I don't want to wake up hungry. That's when I just grab some cereal. But for the most part, it's just my honey nut Cheerios. Boom. Ha. <laughs> All right, so we got a uh, welcome back everybody to the podcast. I've been out for a couple weeks. Caught that COVID. Mm. Caught that COVID. I, I thought I was immune to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that shit knocked my dick in the dirt. No doubt. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it knocked me out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It got me hard. I'm in shit. I didn't think it was going to bother me that bad. Yeah. Uh, but it got me good. Uh, over it, for the most part now, certainly not contagious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to cancel a couple. So you're my first guest. Okay, in awesome. A few, in a few weeks, so it's... Nice, I gotta get, get get back in that flow of conversating with somebody and so yeah, yeah. Looking at the TV and watching Squid Game. I never heard of Squid Game. Oh shit, this, <laughs> this dude ain't hip to Squid Game. Oh no. Are you on social media at all? Yeah, yeah. You ain't seen a little like, bit. <laughs> you ain't seen like the uh, the memes or anything. It's like Korean people and they're I don't know, just, just doing different things, eating those sugar cookie. And never mind. If you don't know, you don't know. Nah, I don't, nah, nah. Squid Game's like the most brutal. It's a it's a it's a show like a TV show, but it's it was a Korean show. Mm-hmm. It's dubbed. You can watch it. You know, it they dubbed it to English, but it's like a like it's kind of like a horror flick type TV show where it's like these all these people are in this big game. Like the first game they have to play is red light green light. Remember that old kids game, <laughs> red light green yes, light. Yes, definitely. And if you and if you get caught, stop. If you get move, if you're moving at all, you they say. Red light, and you're even moving just a little bit. Boom! You get shot instantly, dead. With what? Oh, oh, that's during the game. That's oh. during the game. There's there's automatic rifles all over the place, and anytime okay. like there's cameras everywhere, and they automatically pick up any movement. Uh huh. And then you're just trying to you know survive to get across. Oh, sounds like, like fun. Yeah, and then you get to the next round, and it's a completely other different kids game, and it's just it's a you know it's a crazy grotesque all about violence and blood <laughs> like one of those crazy shows they're just trying okay. to see everything they can get away with oh wow okay it's called squid game squid game oh, i'm gonna have to look that up that's good it's on netflix oh uh, yeah okay okay so uh so i met you at a i guess was that a model after party yeah or a gathering yeah with photographers models and uh bunch of people full themselves get yeah. into one room talk networking about yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been to a couple of them man it's it's interesting um it is. But, but you can find you you know that you're sifting through a lot of interesting people a lot of egos a lot of 
I don't know, man. I mean, I've only been to a couple of these little events, and you, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Of- I don't know why the Eagles come in because I said we we are in Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. It's not like it's a real big hub for you know where you're gonna get uh, uh how should I say it? Uh, get spotted and you're like, hey, we want you. <laughs> so, yeah, but people I, walk around like I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, you can and yeah, you find so there's a lot of those people in there that just their ego's too big and they think they're just better than everybody or a lot of people. But then you find some gems in there like yourself. I just mm-hmm. I got to see uh, Noel, who's she's a great lady. She's yes. a great person. Uh, I think she puts it on, and this was at that bar called I think it's called Vertigree. Was that where it was uh, in Overland Park? I think that's the name of yeah. Cause yeah. I've been to the Monarch. Uh, Monarch's dope. Yeah, yeah, and this is my first time at the. Is it Vargas? Is it Vargas? Vertigree. Vertigree. That's the name of. Okay. I believe that's the name of. Okay, it. cool. That was my first time there, and I, I enjoyed myself, and I didn't stay long. Me not being a drinker, uh, but I like the atmosphere and like the network and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 She well, she knows I'm a podcaster, and so she's like, "Oh, I got this guy." I want you to meet. He's a model. I'm like, I don't I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no model. Like, you know, right. Especially not no dude model. Like if you got some dime piece female model that's looking to mingle, like, all right, come on. Right. Be my wingman. Let's go. And then she's like, but no, he was on Shark Tank and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, no, immediately. It's like, I want him on my podcast immediately. I knew nothing more than you were on Shark Tank. Well, I, like, well, I uh, have an opportunity to go. Yeah, because I've been I've been with uh, Event Help here locally, and uh, but when Shark Tank came here right before the pandemic, they mm-hmm. came in February, and they was at the oh wow, the, the pandemic the hit in March. Yeah, and so they was at the gym theater, and uh, I was already uh, involved with them, but I wanted to come out there personally myself. I didn't want to audition for the show, so I made a connection with Lori Gunier. And and her team. Who's Lori Gunier? That's one of the ladies on the Shark. Okay, I know I know very little about oh, Shark Tank. Okay, okay, okay. I just I've I have watched a few episodes. I don't really watch TV. I watch YouTube, mm-hmm. Netflix, Hulu, but mainly YouTube. I'm a YouTube slut. Yeah, like I, yeah. I just love all kinds of weird shit on there. I'll fall down some YouTube rabbit holes and not get out for weeks about UFOs, aliens, <laughs> string theory, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have watched a few of the Shark Tank episodes, and when I like when I watch them, I like them. Yeah, but it's yeah. just hard for me to watch TV. There's too many commercials and stuff. You know, I'm just, yeah, I don't. I only only thing I really watch on television is uh, sports. Yeah, uh, sometimes the news. I really watch the uh, news. When the, uh, the presidency coming up, when it's time for election, oh, I, I get entertained by that. That's to me, it's entertainment. <laughs> it was like, man, you like, I love it. I, cause I just, it's both sides. I said, this is very entertaining, especially lately. Yeah, oh, the past man. few years, it is, it is, it's just, and there's no different than sports. Yeah, oh, man, it's, it's extremely it's, tribal like sports. It is. It it's is. either team blue or team red, and I don't give a fuck what my team says or does. I'm gonna you ignore it. You can't get fine. You know, a referee is not going to stop it. There's no penalties. Yeah. There's some, but you know, but they like well, we can we can bypass that. Mm. If I get elected, well, I would say this. <laughs> I would put it. It it is definitely sports, but it's turning into more Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> than it is like right. NBA. That, you know what I mean? Especially, I don't know. Like it's just it's super. I, and I'm not politically one way or another. I'm very. 
Yeah, me either. I, 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 I go with what makes sense. I want less laws, less rules. Uh, I'm very, what's that, libertarian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you can, but you see how the media, big stream media, ma- mainstream media, big stream media, whatever you call it, is very left leaning. It's very yes. pro Democrat. Like, yeah, it's very hard to get any kind of conservative voice or opinion mm-hmm. in yeah. mainstream media outside of Fox. But then you go to Fox, and it's just pure right wing <laughs> propaganda. And and you know, well, there's no gen- journalists anymore. Everybody's- there are, but you got to find them on. That's why I'm yeah, on YouTube. So- I get a lot of good stuff on YouTube. Yeah. There's some great, great places to get some information on there. Whereas, yeah, it's less. Uh, a lot of I, I like to go to the people who are independent and not, you know, beholden to these major One, corporations. Yeah. There's like five people that run the news in the United States or some shit. Correct. Like that. Right. Right. That's why I just find it all entertaining. Mm-hmm. But if if the individual can't cipher, you know, like, oh man, yeah, I'm gonna go with that, or instead of saying, ah, that's cool. Let me see what they saying over here. Ah, that's cool too. Oh, that's crazy. Let me see what they're saying over here. And then just have fun with both parts mm-hmm. and not take it personally. Some things you might come across, you might take it personally. But that's where everything does. That's where everything and, is now. Everything's personal. Yeah, but you got to have balance. I mean, for you got, me. Yeah, you got to. But yeah. that's, that's our problem yeah. with this country. Is when you, that's what you see everywhere. It's, it is, everyone's taking it so personally. Everyone's yeah. got a political identity now. Mm-hmm. And if you're a, a, you know Team Red and you say <laughs> one little thing about Team Blue, you take it extremely personally. It's like, oh, my gosh, you got to get rid of these. Yeah. We're, Mama, all, we're, we're all like, Americans I, You was my mother. You're not my mother anymore. Because, oh. Oh, you was my brother. You're not my brother anymore. That's because of either side. I've lost friends. Yeah, that's, it's, that's crazy to me. I've lost and, uh, legit friends. I had a friend that was in my wedding. He's not my friend anymore, and it's not my. He's just he didn't like a joke I made. It's like just completely ghosted me ever since. Wow, sensitive. Yeah, people are sent more sensitive, uh, gullible, easily entertained. Me and my older brother talks about this all the time. He used to be uh, uh, with organized crime. That was a long time ago. (laughs) So uh, me too. Mine was a little more unorganized. And he, but we, it was criminal in nature. Yeah, <laughs> and he, we were talking. He said, "Man, they are sh- lucky that uh, I'm not in that life anymore, because everybody's gullible now. I mean, millions of people. It has nothing to do with race. Everybody's gullible, easily entertained. Whatever social media tell them to do, they're like, oh, okay, it's National Donut Day. <laughs> Everybody go get some donuts.'" It is not National Donut Day. <laughs> Every day is a day of something. Yeah, we just want you to go spend your money. Yeah. But they don't get it. Millions of people don't get that. No, and it's been going a long time. Hell, yeah. February. Uh, not yeah. fe- February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. Uh, you know, Hallmark, Hallmark's been getting us for a long time. Right. Uh, Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I don't like I'm not going to. That's for me. I'm just saying me. I teach my, my children. Christmas ain't real. Not, y'all not getting none from me. And they okay with it now. <laughs> they okay with it. Christmas, uh, what else? You're one of those, uh, uh, what are those, uh, not Mormons. There's a... Jehovah Witness? Yeah, no, Jehovah no, Witness. No, 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 no. I'm, actually, I'm a, I'm a believer. Okay. But I, uh, only what the scriptures say. <laughs> so... Now, which scripture? Uh, John uh, no, 738. He says... Which scriptures? Bible? New, New Testament? Oh, 
both. You can't uh-huh. have one after the other. I mean, yeah, sure you can. Well, you can. Judaism. <laughs> right? You're right. And so that's where the balance comes from. You can't pick and, well, most people pick and choose. So mm-hmm. me, myself, I can't pick and choose what's good, what's not good. I got to say, okay, I got to do it all. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do it all, I got to try to live up to that right. and then work my way through it. No one's going to be perfect. I'm not perfect or anything. Not but at least I, I, I strive. And so even when it go against me, like, you know what? I like presents too, but it's Christmas. Christmas not even real. Santa Claus not real. Right. Your mom and daddy bought you those gifts. Santa Claus didn't buy you those gifts. So Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, uh, what else? Every fake thing out there. My daughters all know. Nah, don't tell dad nothing. Now my oldest daughter's kind of hilarious, like myself. She'll text me on purpose and say, "Merry Christmas," <laughs> and put "LOL," knowing I ain't gonna respond. I'm like, ah, she she thinks she's funny. But back to the pol- politics thing. I think people just have to have a balance and uh, they'll be okay. But we're so easily entertained, Mm -hmm. so gullible, whatever social media tell us to do. We like, okay, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. Or whatever social media makes me angry at, it's going to, I'm going to, there's going to show me some stuff that's going to get me angry. I'm going to lean in on that for a little bit yeah yeah because you see that i mean that's what these algorithms are all about uh, is putting negative shit in front of you to get you to engage mm-hmm. you know human yeah. human beings engage with negative so much more easily and effectively than lovingly yeah like you don't how I many I, you know you see them instagram thoughts on there putting those little inspirational quotes up there <laughs> and you can see you can tell you see when they throw a little thoughty thought picture up there their ass hanging out it gets thousands of likes but then they throw like right. a little inspirational quote up there it gets like a hundred or two hundred yeah I, like, people don't care about that i wonder why is that as as human beings mm-hmm. has nothing to do with race but as humans why uh we are so easily uh pulled in to something like that instead of saying you know what rationally you know, it's just that's social media. I can't let them dictate my life, my thoughts, my feelings. Uh, that just, is it's, it's mind-blowing. It's a science. You know, yeah. they just throw when you throw because our brains are so wired to remember negative things more. They stand out more to us just through the process of, I think, evolution. You had to remember the dangerous, hard things more than the happier things because you're mm-hmm. constantly on alert. You know, Jaguar could eat you in any minute now. <laughs> you might eat the wrong mushroom. You might eat something. You know what I mean? So right. I think it's just built into our DNA that we have to kind of, those have to be important to us because those signif- signif- signify danger to us of our livelihood and our offspring's livelihood. So I, that's my mm-hmm. theory, but... Well, well, I'm not a special guy. I'm just an ordinary guy. Uh, yeah. Used to hit the streets, used to be in crime and all that stuff too, and uh, sold drugs. All you, Everything that comes with that life. Uh, mm-hmm. Alcohol, like I was saying earlier, my choice of uh, alcohol was cognac. Yeah. Remy Martin, we was real good. We was real close. And uh, so I'm just saying that to say, I'm no special than the next person. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Why can't the population see that and relate to that? Even though I have the same brain. I know. And I, wait, I mean, I, I, I have even one better. I didn't graduate high school. I had to go back another year. Not you. that I was dumb. I just was like, you know what? Went back or did you get your good enough degree? 
What's good enough for good? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what. That, no, I went back. <laughs> Actually, my mother made me go back. Wow, uh, it good was mom. It was funny. Uh, I was cutting up, and before that, I didn't start cutting up till eleventh grade. True story. Most of my stories are true. Unless somebody told me a story and I repeated it, and it was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what happened? Uh, I found I had to repeat. So I set my mother down at the table, something like this, at a dinner table. I said, hey, mom, I need to talk to you, single parent. And she said, okay. And so I told her everything. You know what? You know, I didn't. Uh, I ain't going to be able to graduate, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And she was just listening and listening. And my mother's a short lady. And, uh. And she was like, you finished, baby? <laughs> I said, yes. Oh, boy, after that, she let me have it. Mom, you in this house? I didn't tell you to act a fool and da-da-da-da-da. And uh, so school came around. And didn't get no school clothes either. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll make you go back in your old oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> no new clothes, no new sneakers. No. I to, oh, man. At that time, I didn't know what pride was, <laughs> but I felt it in my heart and my stomach. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this first day, and they're gonna like, hey, well, my nickname is Lunch Meat. People rarely call me Richard okay. and uh, or Richie, and he was like, Lunch Meat, what you doing back up here? <laughs> I was like, oh man, I had to had to repeat, and so I say oh. that to say, I'm no, I'm not a special guy. If I can see this, why is we as human, the population? Uh, most that's like I'm talking like millions of people mm. can't recognize. Man, that's bull crap. Man, why we falling for that? Man, why we putting up with that? To this day, I don't. Me and my brother, when we discussed it, I don't. I really don't get how they how they let that uh, social media con, uh, control them like that. I, yeah, again, I think it's what we start from the beginning is tribalism. Like we're talking about uh. sports teams. Yeah. You know, they just pick their side for whatever reason. They're stuck as a Democrat. Whatever anybody Democrat says, it's gospel, and these people do no wrong. And if they do, we're sweeping under the rug and, and making excuses for it and justifying it. Mm -hmm. And the right, you know, and the red Democrats, same thing. Like they just get in these teams, and no matter what, they're going to defend their team. It's like, you know, I don't know. Uh, you said you're a sports fan, and this is d dating my slightly because um, I have I don't watch a ton of whatever. Joe Paterno. Okay. One of the greatest football coaches, college football coaches of all time, beloved. Mm -hmm. Penn State University. Yes. That guy, Joe Paterno, <laughs> Penn State University was involved. He Penn wasn't, State. but his 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 assistant coach, you know, it was was you know, well, how else do you say it? You know, banging little boys. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of pedophilia going on. Mm -hmm. uh, some other coaches knew about it, witnessed it. Uh, some people came to Joe Paterno and they just kind of like, no, that's not really happening and just completely ignoring everything. Mm -hmm. And then all that stuff comes out and there's and they wanted to take uh, they were going to remove Joe Paterno's f statue or something. And a bunch of students went there to block that from happening. Mm -hmm. They were still in love, like Joe Paterno's our guy. We love Joe like blah, blah, like just. If it was any other coach, it was like Penn State's rival, I don't you know, uh, Michigan or Michigan State or something like that. You know, they would have mm -hmm. been like, oh, that's the worst human being. I would get rid of How can you guys support that team? But there's still people going to Penn State. There's still yeah. people wearing Penn State Nittany Lions jerseys and rooting them on. Yes. Yeah. Why? You know, it's just and it's just I mean, you look at and I mean, we want to go real, real deep. We don't have to. I'm not going to. I'll just tease it. But the Catholic Church, you know uh. what I mean? 
They was just you got all, yeah, you got all these. Of course they were. Three hundred thousand. That's a lot of people. A lot of kids. <laughs> that ain't shit compared to Catholic world, though. That's like a drop in the bucket for what they do. And it's not what mm-hmm. they. And it's not the fact that they that there's all these priests that do it. The real egregious part is the other priests that are hiding it and like, oh, you got busted having sex with fifteen hundred blind and deaf boys at this camp here. Yeah, we're just gonna move you to a different part of the country, a rural part of the country. That's Sick. been done. Yeah, yeah. So you get these, that's what it is. It's tribalism. Then you get these people that are in these little teams and that's it. And that's right now. It seems very politically heavy game. Like that's the sport right now is politics. And you you were, especially after I would say Trump exacerbated it immensely, but it started before that. I mean, it was definitely, I think probably when Obama kind of started taking office is when things started kind of getting. Yeah. I got I got a story about Trump, right? Before he started running for office, because uh, I'm an entrepreneur. People loved him. And, uh, I, I, People I loved did. Trump before I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was the one of the ones he, he got me. And I'm not ashamed to say it. But I was following him and doing research on him before he even, even thought about running. I was like, because I was like, okay, I'm going to this uh, entre- entrepreneurship stuff. Uh, man, I got to be shrewd. And that's not my makeup. That's not my character. So I said, okay, let me pick some gems from him. So I started studying him and reading up about him. Went all the way back to his high school days, college days. Kind of, uh, he was a top athlete. Uh, no. You know, uh, <laughs> now I know. I, so I was like, oh, all the, the, so the truth came out about him. And I was saying, Oh man, he got me. But by that time, I bought a T-shirt, and I put and I put a uh, I put it on, and I took a picture of it and put it on Facebook, right? And I and I put it Ooh, and I put it on a Trump it, shirt. Was this when was this? Uh, when he first started running. Uh, oh wow! Uh, well, I, okay. what, I still have it, but I haven't wore it. And so uh, again, I wore it a couple right, of right. times. So what happened? I put it on Facebook and I took a picture and I put it in caption in my flavor flavor voice voice. Yeah boy. <laughs> do you know what happened to my page that day? I can only imagine. And the rest, I wasn't even saying anything. People just was I was like, why don't you just call this person? I mean like paragraphs of what they wanted to say, then somebody else will respond. Then someone someone else will respond. My it's like two AM in the morning, my phone going ding, <laughs> ding. Turn that shit and off. so uh but I, I, I thought Trump, you know, what, what we was talking about, Trump, I was following. I thought he was this great, you know, athlete, brilliant mind, businessman. Couldn't find out. I was like, man. But I, I still like some of his ways. Let me, let me read. I don't say ways. Oh, he's he, a brilliant man. What he was doing because they, they uh, the politicians let him get away with. He found the loopholes. I was like, man. I owe taxes. Let me find me a loophole. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear this shit. These people out here saying, oh, these people need to pay their fair share and they're not paying taxes and blah, blah, blah. Like they wouldn't be the first ones to find the first little loophole they could find to Man. get out of pay. So you know how much money we pay in taxes? Yes. I pay too much. Yes. yes. Come on. And he told me, I mean, I ain't going to never forget. I wish I was uh, at this time. I said, I wish I was up there with Trump when he was debating Hillary. I said, his team ain't telling them something. This that this is the truth. She got mad at him for leaving uh, an inheritance for his children. They was debating that, and Ali had to turn around and say, "Hey, ain't you y'all doing the same thing?" But Chelsea, no doubt. Why well, can't do it for my children? That's that's double standard. Mm-hmm. But she bashed him and bashed him for that. 
So I was like, man, Trump, you need to have, need another team because you can come right back around. It's nothing. It's nothing wrong that his father left him some money. Mm-hmm. Is that going to hold that against him? I wish my father would have left me more money. <laughs> you know, yeah, he left me something, but leave me some millions. And not and and I say, well, this is how I got my empire. My dad, he just he left me uh fifty million dollars, and you're gonna hold that against me? Well, that means get that fifty million dollars. He had to do something. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't call, if it was legal or unlegal, uh, he didn't get caught. So it's still this fifty million dollars. It's the same. And so, but I was really uh, disappointed in that part of it. But he worked the system. He didn't do. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't break the laws. He said, "I found the loophole." He said, "And this is what he bust him out at." I ain't gonna never forget it because it kind of bothered me. He said, "Y'all know about this. Y'all know about this loophole. Why y'all haven't fixed it?" Guess what they said? I don't know. Nothing. They was silent. Hillary went silent and pivot to something else. Yeah. I said, okay, okay. Y'all know about it, but y'all won't do nothing about it. But when I expose and take advantage of it, I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all about, about games and manipulation and But I brought a language. T-shirt. I brought, and I wore it to work. Actually, I wore it to church one day. People that used to speak to me didn't speak to me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I wore it to work. Everybody was looking at me like, yeah, that's one thing for me to wear a Trump shirt, but a black dude wearing a Trump shirt, that goes, that's very polarizing on both sides. Like, then you get all yeah. oh, the Republicans, yeah, we got one, we got one, we got a black yeah, guy on yeah. our side. Yes, look at him, let's raise him up, let's raise him up. And then you got all the, the Democrats, that are, oh, you know, you're an Uncle Tom, what are you doing with yeah. that shirt on? I'm they sure do. you got all that shit. I just did it for pure entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't care whether left or right, in the middle, I, I that type of stuff, I, that's what we were talking about earlier. I look at it and I watch that stuff just for pure entertainment. I don't mm-hmm. let it dictate my life or how I feel. Sometimes you might get emotional about it. We humans, you know, sometimes you sure. might fall off the handle. But for it's like, you know, I'm a loser friend or stop talking to you or my or, or anything like that. That's crazy. You're not going to have that much control over my life. They don't even know me. <laughs> I, I know. I, I've lost, like I said, I lost a couple like these these aren't facebook friends these are like legitimate mm-hmm. human interaction friends where i've spent real time and emotion talking to these people and then because they couldn't handle a stupid joke i know it or or me just kind of questioning their hypocrisy on certain <laughs> things it's like boom i just got ghosted by real life friends yeah uh all of them have been very heavily left leaning oh okay they sent a lot of people are sensitive too. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna call them snowflakes. <laughs> what's what's snowflakes? People I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I am a. I, I've been I've been out the I've been out the game for a while. I am an older guy. I, actually, I turned 53. Oh, I was in gonna a guess. Of months. I was just gonna say, what are you 52? Yeah, I'm 52. Nice. January the first, be 53 years oh, old. Oh man, that's kind of yeah. a bummer of a birthday. Oh man, I love it. Man, oh well. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> now, usually I used to kick it so hard yeah. uh, when that January the 1st came around. New Year's Eve, rather. Right. And then, boom. Now, man, I'm, it's hard for me to even stay up. Dude, it hits your birthday <laughs> at midnight. I guess that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it, my birthday, and it's the whole world's the whole, birthday. That's whole, I, yeah. See, you feeling me. That's yeah. how I, I say everybody celebrate my birthday, except in China. They do it like three days before. Yeah. <laughs> Right on. All right, we got we went down some little path there. It, well, it happens sometimes. Uh, oh, all right, entrepreneur Richard Richie. What do I call you? Lunch meat. 
That you can if you want. That's my nickname. Still, it's in the yearbook. You open up class eighty seven. You're fifty two. I was you open thirty five years ago. You like, hey, <laughs> you go lunch meet. <laughs> How'd you get that name? Oh man, we. Uh, next question, please. I, think, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I, like, I think I know, but I want to make sure. Let's well, see. I can tell you the. No, next the P is the PG version. <laughs> Whatever version, version. You tell any version you want or no version. I, I don't nah, want to we do to, the no version. It's all just, right, no that's version. a cool nickname. That's all, you got a cool <laughs> name. It's the nickname that leads the imagination to running wild, that's for sure. Uh, and so yeah, let's get back on that little shark tank path we were going. So you were going you cool. were involved with them. That's where it was. I got yeah, you were talking about some chick that you were uh, getting Lori involved with Lori Gineer. And I was like, How the fuck did we go from Lori Gineer? To Trump, oh, left no. and right. Oh my gosh! That's the beauty of conversation. TV. Wow, unbelievable it is. Uh, so you get involved with her? Like how? Instagram uh, DM'd her. Hey, sweet yeah, baby. I did. Actually, I did. Really? Uh, talked to her team back and forth, and uh, I even brought her book and I started reading her book. And I was like, "This is all the stuff I'm already doing." And uh, so I told her, "I said, can I just?" They said, "I was send your send your stuff to us," and I was like. Nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so I said, I tell you what, I'll fly out there on my dime. And they was like, well, no, don't do that. And uh, <laughs> then I said, well, okay. So I just cut off everything. And uh, so sometime after that, I, by this time I still was with uh, Invent Help is here locally. Okay, what's Invent Help? Is where Invent Help. Invent Help. Okay. I went with I went with them first. So, okay. And uh because I didn't at the time I didn't like Shark Tank. Because when Shark Tank first came out, they wanted so much money even just to go on the show before to pitch your uh your concept, your idea or, or your invention. You got to pay them to get on their show. It was it was like uh tens and thousands of dollars. When they first came on the scene over ten years ago, well, that's not how that was shit supposed to work. And so that's what that's what made <laughs> me stop selling, watching yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. And so, but when they came to speed all the way up, and so when they came here last, uh, right before the pandemic, I was sitting in the audience, and uh, they had the uh, speaker, a guy named Brandon. He uh, said, "Hey, we don't do that anymore. It's been three seasons or three years that you don't have to put up money." For us to go on the show, yeah. and uh, did they refund those people that had to pay money beforehand? And well, I understood that. <laughs> like, hey, thank these people for paying your way. <laughs> I know because that's a lot of people and a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I just say to myself, "Yeah, I already millionaires." But I understand the well. I don't understand a lot of it, but I understand that that business aspect of it. Because, uh, for example, you go up there and pitch something. You pitching your item to the whole world, even though one of the sharks might may not pick it up. Somebody gonna say, "Hey, contact that dude. I'll pick that up." Uh, and so, so okay. I understood that part, but at first I didn't. But as time went on, I was like, "Okay, that's called justification. There ain't no reason <laughs> for that." Like, <laughs> like these people are making however much money per show. They don't need yeah. to easily ten or twenty grand or wherever it is. Like how much money are they getting per ep for commercial spots and so ah, that's yeah. I don't like that. I'm glad they stopped at least. Yeah, they stopped. And so when I went down there, I was uh, I was like, "Oh man, that's great." And because it was even a struggle for me to go down there. I went down there at the last minute after they kept emailing me and texting me. And I was like, oh, and they said, our spot's about to fill up. Ooh, excuse me. And I was like, man, I'm sitting at the, my desk. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. Do I want to go down there? And I said, all right. So I went down there, pitched my deal. And uh, a month later, pandemic happened. They shut everything down. 
So they said, uh, they sent out a mass email, said, hey, repitch your ideal. I think they did it for everyone. They said, because a lot of things went on during the pandemic, because it just started. So they, they said, repitch it. So I did uh, on a, off, the, uh, off of social media. And so then about two months passed, maybe three, they sent out another email and said, hey, uh, could you repitch your uh, re-pitch. ideal? And so I did it again. I'm like, man, you know what? But uh, I said, okay. And so then six months passed, nothing happened. Then two months ago, my phone rung. I'm sitting in my mother's house that's having a good time, just talking with her. You know, you get a phone call, uh, your ID looks from a, from another city right, or right. state. You're like, man, I nope. don't know what that is. I ain't nope. answering that. And, uh, Rubble and so, <laughs> right, so uh, I said, oh, they left a voicemail. So I put it on speakerphone. And uh, while well, I'm sitting there with my mother and, and, uh, and the lady said, this is Aaron, one of the uh, casting producers from Shark Tank. Hey, Richard, if you're still interested in coming on the show, could you uh, give us a cut? Co- and I just hung up. <laughs> I hung up the phone. Redial, redial. And I was like, hey, how you doing? She said, hey, Richard. And, uh, <laughs> and at the time, I didn't know her name was Aaron. So I can say, hey, Aaron. And uh, so uh, she uh, screened me and uh, asked me some questions like, uh, do I work for, have I ever worked for Disney? Do my family members work for Disney? And at the time, she asked me uh, uh, a CBD, and I was like, "What's a CBD?" She said, "You do you own a CBD?" I said, uh, "I don't know what a CBD is." She said, "A, a weed dispensary." I said, "Oh, no wonder I don't know what that is. I don't smoke weed anymore." Yeah. And so uh, I told her, "No, I, uh, I don't." And so she asked me a whole bunch of other questions, and. Uh, so we stayed on the phone for a while, had a phenomenal conversation. So right before we got the phone, she said, hey, Richard, lock my number in and my name in. So the next time I call you, you will answer the phone. I said, I sure will. So I, answered, I locked her stuff in. So we had a great call. So now, actually, I'm literally just waiting. It's been about two and a half months now. Actually, when I met you, mm-hmm. it's been about a month so since that time. So I don't know if I'm going to actually pursue going on Shark Tank because last night I rented, I had, did some networking and uh, from a guy from England and his friends of multimillionaire. And I was telling my friends while I was watching the fight. Y'all watched the fight last night? No. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I'm not a real big boxing uh, fan. I'm sure it was a good one. I heard it was good. I watched the highlights, but I'm not a, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not into the sweet science. <laughs> this wasn't no only person that had a sweet science on that fight was Tyson. Yeah. He was doing the boxing. Everything else was like knockout, good punch, boom. Oh, you going to sleep? <laughs> Blood. Oh yeah. So okay. So while I was watching the fight, uh, his friend uh, uh, is a multimillionaire over in England, and I was telling everybody, "Hey y'all," because uh, I was keeping it under the wraps a little bit about the Shark Tank thing. And uh, so I was telling all my friends, they were like, oh, man, that's cool. That's cool, man. And so this one guy put me to the side. Uh, man, I forgot his name. Hope he don't listen to it. No, not hope he don't listen to the podcast. But uh, don't get mad. yeah, cause I, I did forget his name. <laughs> it's all good. I do have a few England listeners. <laughs> and so uh, he's he going to introduce me to his friend. And uh, shout out to like, those across the pond that do listen. Yeah, hey, way, Tyson right? Fury put it in last night. He really did. I'm telling you, he's a great boxer, man. A lot of people don't like him because of his attitude and his arrogance. But in boxing, you need that. You can't, you can't be a boxer talking about, hey, how you doing? Oh, how the, how's the family? Got to sell fights. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> or Lennox. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, 
he said he's gonna he uh he gonna introduce me to him and he was just telling me about it. they've been friends since uh since they was eight years old and he said he has no problem helping people he wears his heart on his sleeve and he said uh him giving you fifteen thousand dollars uh for me the fifteen thousand dollars that he just gonna say probably just give to me mm-hmm. but i said i don't want to just do that mm-hmm. he said uh it's a drop in the bucket for him mm-hmm. now i needed the fifteen thousand dollars for if anyone just want to be involved with uh invent help here locally on i mean uh in overland park on college 119th uh they're phenomenal they phenomenal they did my research for me and uh so uh when they did my re i'm gonna back back a little bit they did my research first when i came up with the invention uh i, I put it together myself make sure it worked and that was phenomenal in itself and so i was like okay let me go and invent help and uh talk to him about it see what i need to do did that and they said okay uh we got to do the research for you to make sure if it's something it's not out there already. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to waste your time and so on and so forth. And so what happened that was, <laughs> I had to pay money for that. Right. At this time I just went through a divorce. Oh, so I didn't yeah, have, I, I didn't have no money. Right. Yeah, trust me. So guess what I was waiting on? I was waiting on my income tax because I just, uh, me and my best friends in second grade, we got an apartment together, but I was sleeping on the floor. I didn't have a bed. And I was like, man, because times was hard, uh, paying child support and just trying I was to get on back. An air mattress. <laughs> oh man, I was on the floor with some blankets. Then yeah. I moved up to an air mattress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on uh-huh. up. <laughs> and so, so I said, you know what? I get my income tax. I'm gonna buy me a nice bed. And so by this time, I'm. Uh, oh, I still sleep on an air mattress. Do you? No, because uh, <laughs> they come with pillows and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, oh yeah, man. Got to keep it plugged in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. You know, at that time it was. I'm not even kidding. This journey of this being an entrepreneur or inventor, uh, the process is. It, it don't happen overnight. It's a it's a journey, man. And uh, so the financial financial part for me was, uh, invent help. It was like eight hundred something dollars. To, for them to do the research and then uh and that's how much my me, i was getting back from income tax was 800 something dollars nice, and wow. so i looked at i was like oh man i said either buy me a bed with this 800 <laughs> something dollars or believe what god i believe that what god has told me to uh to do with this invention and just trust him and trust in myself and say okay i'm gonna put it towards the research so i'm going looking back and forth Bid or go out on faith, sleep on the floor, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or just trust in myself and see what's going to happen. I saw, well, you know what? $800 ain't going to make me, ain't going to break me. My back was hurting, though, from sleeping (laughs) on the floor. But I said, you know what? So I took the the guy named Jack. I took it up there to Jack, and we sitting like at a table like this, but not not so big. And uh, I said, hey, Jack, uh, I want y'all to do my research. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. He's an old, old white man. Cool dude. Actually, Jack, he's friends with the guy off of uh, Cheers. His name was Cliff Clavin. Uh, you know, that's how they got Cliff Clavin last name by uh, Jack Clavin. Because they friends. They needed somebody last name. They was like, hey, Cliff, you ain't seen Cheers? That's a mailman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, his last, Clavin. That's how they, uh, the Cheers got uh, Cliff Cleveland last name from Jack Cleveland. 
because the the producers they was friends. He said, oh, "You cool. mind we lose your, use your last name?" He told oh, me the cool. story because yeah. So this journey is it's a real good journey. Oh, wow. So that's how Cliff Cleveland, his last name came about by Jack Cleveland. Phenomenal story. Whoa. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a phenomenal story. But this 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 journey is so long. We'll be here all day talking about it. So I'm just going to shorten it up. I got all day, baby. Got all right, open day. up another bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to get wrecked now. I'm no, just, I'm just, I'm just recovering from COVID. I'm still, uh, I, gotta I got to dip my toes in the water. I got some high quality H2O. <laughs> and so uh, I said, Jack, you know, uh, I don't have a lot of money, uh, but I believe uh, in myself. And so I said, well, here's the money for it. And so as I'm handing him, I got to a point now I don't get emotional about it and start crying or tears, my eyes water up. But when I used to tell the story, uh, not that often, just when it was need be, uh, I just I get emotional because mm-hmm. I remember that time, that journey. Because my my back was literally hurting, sleeping on the floor. I <laughs> I'm talking about man, I want a bed, <laughs> and so I was handing them the check, the cashier's it's check, like, and uh, go, <laughs> I said, go, no, I'm like Jack, I ain't got a lot of money. My fa- I didn't come from a wealthy family or anything like that, and he's like, I understand, Richard, and I gave him the money, and I was like, and I just gave him the the, the check. They called me back, back in the office, maybe two months later, and say, hey, uh, Richard. Well, they were saying, no, they say, hey, Mr. Torrance. I was like, oh, y'all ain't calling me Richard anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had a good relationship yeah, here. Right? <laughs> he said, uh, Mr. Torrance, uh, we did the research all over. Uh, we had to label your uh, invention new. There's nice. nothing out there like it. Now I'm getting a little emotional about it now. Yeah. He said, there's nothing out there like it. So we will label this a new invention. And so they put me a portfolio together and boom. And so uh, so I've been holding on to that. And so now the set, now we're gonna speak back uh, where I left off at the $15,000. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the next step where they will market it for you. They will have investors come in. They come in every December, uh, these 200 or more companies come in and say hey what y'all got new and uh they have pitched it for me and so the next time we're here to where invent help yeah so fifteen thousand dollars goes to them to promote it promote it they will uh make it now at the time when i first started off they manufacture it it yeah okay but now that everything is digital so they'll do two things they'll do it on uh digital and they'll do it uh material wise as well and so they'll they'll uh be my spokespersons and so on and so forth and so, and also, what kind of cut are they getting? They, all they want is uh, from the. They only want to get paid once. The fifteen. They the fifteen. The fifteen thousand. They get that back to you. Oh. After your, but it comes out of your first check. Out of that. So the first check that you get, only the first check. That's all they want some money from. I think it's they want. Uh, I forget. I think it's seventeen percent. Then after that, they done. Whatever you get after that. First check you. from what? Whatever I get from. Whatever they whatever I get. Like if a, a company wants to wanna invest in me, say, hey, we'll buy that. Oh, product. Well, they get the first and so they uh, get the biggest they get a piece of the biggest check you're ever gonna get. Well, I never no, it's no, it's gonna be bigger because the the my visual uh how I visualize it, mm-hmm. every third household uh in the world will use my item. Okay. Every third household, and sometimes two in a household. Okay. And that's and it's not electronics, but it complement electronics. Okay. It's a fa- it's a fascinating uh, uh, concept 
And it's so easy. Every time I look at the television or commercial or advertisement or sports, I, I say, oh, man, somebody going to see this. Somebody going to see this. Somebody going to see it and, and do it. And Because uh, you've already created it. Yeah, because yeah. I see it all the time. Right, like, oh, course, man. Of course. But uh, You got it patented? No. You shouldn't get it. Well, another thing that I learned, because it's a club here at, at Union Station called uh, Kansas City Invention Club. It's held every Tuesday uh of the month you go down there and they have uh uh how should i say it uh, ex people in expertise tell you what to do what not to do for us like getting it licensed getting it patent because uh, a lot of people i just stick to the patent part a lot of people uh would make say make something and they go get it patent now a really good patent gonna cost you maybe some hundreds of thousands of dollars oh wow they go, it's gonna cost you some money dang and uh but if you pay all that money to get some patent and having sold one item, what was the patent for? Now it's 20 years and you you paid all this money on the patent. So what you can do, you can get an NDA or get it licensed. You can do that. And say then when you when things started rolling, then you get it patent. Right before it start rolling, you get it patent then, and then then you cover, you'll be okay. But if you spend all that money on your and your idea and your concept or your invention on a patent and not have not even made any networking or any connections or sold anything or getting ready to sell something, you just wasted hundreds of thousands or thousands, tens and thousands of dollars. But and it's still sitting on the shelf. Hmm. So I learned that through going to the club and anyone can go there and they real uh, fascinating people, a group of people that been in the field for a while and Bunch so on and so forth. Bunch of nerds and dorks, I'm sure. They're all inventors, right? Actually, I I'm mean that in a great way. I mean, I don't mean that disparaging. I'm like, you know. It is, man. It's, it's really, it's, it's a really cool club and uh, you get you get to get up there and mock your uh, presentation sometimes. And actually, they used to be on, it had a thing called Makers 48. It comes on uh, PBS on Sundays. They did it live uh, where they recorded at Union Station and uh, it don't come on anymore. This guy's name is Gary. I ain't gonna never forget him. He's the CEO of the whole company. He turned me down. <laughs> he was like, oh. oh, that's a whole nother story too as well. All right, Gary. I, I ain't gonna forget I'm about gonna you. I'm gonna show you. His Gary Gray. <laughs> Gary Gray, look out. Yeah, I think it's Gary Gray. I know his last name is definitely Gray. I was like, oh, my friend's last name is Gray. I remember that. So what happened, Makers 48, where doing with the invention club you have 48 hours to make something so they put you in a room like this it could be you and another person or our team so you got 48 hours to make something with what, what materials are in the room is it like uh, a game whatever you want whatever you come up with oh just an idea because most invent inventors they actually everyone <coughs> actually have something running through their head and say hey you know what oh yeah i, I got thought one. about that you say let me put that together but we never move on it it happened to me when I was in my 20s. I truly believe I was supposed to be a multimillionaire uh, in my early 20s. In my early 20s. Because the first idea that came to my head was uh, spree wells. Y'all know what mm -hmm. spree wells are? Mm -hmm. And them, uh, them rims now they stop call, when you stop now at they a red call, light. Now they call spinners. Yeah. But five years before they came out, this one I used to drink. Me and Remy Martin, my, uh, I was I was on my mother's my my mother stayed on a busy street over in Kansas City, Kansas, and so I'm sitting on a porch, a nice porch, and uh, drinking my cognac, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I was saying to myself, what can I do to a car? Cause cars gonna be around a long time, and I said, 
I know what I do. I'll put a rim on a car and have the, the rim spinning while the car is still moving. Because mm -hmm. at that time, 30 spokes was out, yep. Trudes and uh, Dayton's was coming around. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I'll put some, uh, I'll do that. And so uh, I said, I'll put a hubcap or a rim on the car and have the car, have, the, have it still spinning while the car is still moving. Five years later, guess what came out? Spree wells. Yep. And so I got, me and my siblings are real close and I'm the youngest and I'm, I'm so upset. Why didn't you do it? Why didn't you like? I just, I don't know. Huh? Resources. No, I didn't. I didn't know. I was young and uh, I was drinking. I just like, right, oh, man, right. I was, you know, I didn't. Yeah, put, how many adventures have come out where 20 other people I came didn't out? I put it like, together. I'm just too lazy or didn't think about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when five years passed and I seen them, I said, what? And so <clears> I got so upset. <laughs> my yourself. sister, you better got my sister <laughs> pulled me to the side because we're a close family. She said, Richie, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I told her the story. I told her everything. You know what she said? Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, what? I thought of that. I thought of that. And so I have this creative, and it's another one. I have an, actually another one too as well. Uh, the next thing that came came to my uh, my my thoughts I did a presentation for my friends. I can say their name because it's a, my, my, all my stories are true. Uh, I always been a small guy, and uh, but I was uh, I played sports. And so Pete Wyatt and Damian Williams, Williams, they came over to uh, over to my house that we got to playing some basketball. And they said, "Man, we are thirsty." I was like, "Okay, I'll go in the kitchen to get something to drink." So all we had a big gallon of water and a little juice. And I said, "Oh man, these too big." Boop, boop, boop. No, I was cussing in. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, okay. so I mixed them together. Mixed them together. And I just shook it and shook it and shook it and shook it and shook it. Got two glasses. I ain't going to ever forget it. Got two glasses. Filled them up. And I said, uh, here, y'all try this stuff out. And they was like, man. And I'm, I'm drinking audience. I got like a glass in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I said, try this out. And they was drinking. They was like, Got halfway through, and it's like, man, what is this? They said, I said, man, there's something to drink. Just drink it. <laughs> and they kept on drinking. Forgot all about it. Maybe mm, 15 years later. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. out because I, 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 believe, I believe now all of my uh, ideals and concepts came from the Lord. Okay. And uh, now that I know that. So I used to work night at uh, Walmart inventory. And I, at two o'clock AM on my break, I always would go outside and sit down and uh, and just talk to the Lord and just pray. I'm getting a little emotional now. And, uh, but one day I was going out, you know, the doors opened, Walmart got the sliding doors open yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So one day I went out and uh, all I heard was, you remember, you remember this? And I immediately said, yeah. <laughs> and what it was, he said, I gave you flavor and bottled water back then and you never did anything about that either and i said oh. and he said they are still in and this is what i heard this is what i knew it wasn't me talking to myself because i only say this when i'm telling a story he said they are still in the earth right now spinners were still was still in the earth and flavored water and bottled water is so huge now and he said you didn't you didn't do anything about it and I was like, oh, my. He said, they are still in the earth. And I said, they sure are. And so that's why I believe that 
in my invention now so much because I told the Lord, I said, if you give me anything else, I'm going to move on it. I'm going to do something about it. And so but between that time frame when I said that up, into, up until I actually went out and did something about it when he gave me something, uh, I don't know that time frame, but I know when I something I had a concept, I said, oh, let me put this together. And so I put it together, and that's where I am right now with my invention. And uh, so when I say I believe it's going to every third household, it's going to uh, in the world, except like villages, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, some villages, they, I could, it's the, you ever watched the World Toughest Race on Netflix, the Equal Challenge? No. Oh, man, you ought to watch that since you watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Is that that F1 that they be having Formula One racing and stuff? With a, but it's a reality uh, TV show, kind of? It's kind of sort of like that, where they go to like uh, Fiji Islands, and they okay. got a bike race. They got a uh, canoe. They got to walk through the river. They got to swim. They got to climb rocks. Like a decathlon type It's a world toughest race. Okay. I and, got you. I uh, it's got you. phenomenal. And so. Uh, is it the same people that do it or is it just contestants? No, it's, different it's, random it's, contestants? It's uh, a group of 10 people from like 20 different countries. Oh, fun. 20, uh, man, it's, and if, if you get hurt and we all on the team, if you get hurt. You got to carry me? No, we got to. It's over for us. Oh, shit. Can you it's carry over. me? No, wait, ain't nobody going to carry you because my fingers are swollen. My ankles are swollen. My, my, my Well, then you're going to give up then. You're going to quit. And, and you're going to leave me? You're not going to. And then it gets so cold. That's, look, man, I can bundle up. And so I forgot how we got away around there, but what were we talking about? What were we saying? Yeah, you know what? That's what happens, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but the world's toughest equal challenge. And uh, so I believe, okay, so I believe that God has given me, has given me that ideal so oh this is why i was said okay i just remember when i said my uh my invention mm-hmm. well every third household mm-hmm. would use it except for the villages but when i was watching that show people had electronic devices in villages that had no telephone no no water no towers i'm like how they get them devices over there so now i'm rethinking that they maybe be able to use it too yeah. so my my invention my concept the whole world can use it. And the awesome part about it, when they did my research, guess what? It's cost efficient. It don't cost a lot of money to make. It's easy to produce. It's easy to manufacture. It's easy, it's easy to package. It's easy to ship. And it's only two materials that can be, be brought together with low cost. So it probably cost me uh, let's say tops, $3.50 to make. Mm-hmm. But I sell it for nineteen ninety nine. That's the that's the price. That's the yeah, golden price. Man, I'm talking about to make, to ship, to manufacture because the most materials are very cost efficient because you can buy it in bulk. Mm-hmm. And so that's what most uh, that's one thing that anybody uh, dealing with inventions uh, companies and manufacturers want to make sure they can mass produce something because if they have to make a mold or something, that's going to cost them uh, some money. And then they got okay. Then then, then we got to mold your uh, concept or your ideal or your invention so that's going to be a lot of money into that and so that's where the shark tanks uh the sharks come in at because they put up most most of their, their money first or they say okay i got the connections you don't mm-hmm. so i that's why they want a lot of uh gratu- not gratuity uh royalties and uh you know a good percentages yeah uh of your company and that's why i don't want to go through shark tank they take advantage of you but wouldn't you want to go on to it and just 
probably saying I'm gonna probably say no no matter what to these people. But hey, the world knows about it now. Maybe one of these. Yeah, you know why I want to go in there. That I want to go in there for the because uh, I already picked out what I'm gonna wear when I go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a male model, <laughs> but I'm an old dude. <laughs> but no, I like fashion. Before I uh, uh, got involved with KC Fashion Week, and that's okay. a phenomenal thing too, because. Uh, I when I I started when I was forty nine years old modeling yeah you only doing it for three years or so yeah huh? yeah okay. I, I started when I was forty nine years old and then I got picked up by an agent my agency is uh the agency model and talent my uh, agent is Becky Glover uh I did a commercial with Patrick Mahomes uh, I did a uh, I do some social media uh, advertisement with uh, Sunflower Bank uh, Santa Catalan days the city of department the Department of Tourism for the City of Independence. I've do, uh, done stuff for them. Like, I'm in the magazine. Well, how did you get involved in this? How you just said, you know what? God damn it. I'm sick of looking at <laughs> how handsome I am every day. I need to get paid for this. I'm an old, funny-looking black male. <laughs> but you know what? My mother, my my mother tells me you handsome. Uh, my mom says the same thing. And so my I mom goes, "Oh, you could be a model, Mike. Mom, you don't, you ain't never seen no real model." No, I believe my mother. Yeah, all right. I always know. been funny. Look to me, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm not the handsomest guy. I'm not the ugliest guy. But guess what? I believe, I, I believe what my mother tells me. You handsome. You handsome young man. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna run with it. And so, uh, I, uh, so my agent, and so how I got involved, uh. My agent uh, uh, would send me stuff, and I just audition. Well, how'd you get an agent? Someone didn't just come knock on your door. You are so handsome. I've got to represent (laughs) you. What was your first call? You just called a a modeling agency. Said, "Look, my mom says I'm handsome. (laughs) Uh Get me hired. Hired my mom. Get pulled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nah. What happened? uh, I was following uh, KC Fashion Week Mm -hmm. uh, on social media, and they had auditions. And I used to see it all the time. And I was like, oh, man, I ain't going to do that. I ain't got to. There's a lot of pay for play in those. Mm-hmm. I know maybe not always, yeah. but I know. I don't know. It hasn't happened to me. But uh, well, actually, well, I get up to that. So when it happened, I auditioned uh, one December. And when I walked in there, they said to audition, all you need were a pair of jeans and a T-shirt. I said, I got that. Sure, I got that. I got that. So I called my barber up. Uh, his name is uh, Anthony Rainey, but we call him Flav. Uh, I say, hey, man, give me, cut me up, give me a haircut. I'm about to go audition uh, for KC Fashion Week. He was like, okay, man. And so uh, I, I, like, went I don't in. need to know the reason. Just get <laughs> in here. I'll cut your hair. <laughs> and, and so I went in there. I walked in the door. I looked around. I said, oh, my goodness. I'm the old dude. Everybody's like in their 20s, early 20s, mid 20s. And I said, well, I'm here now. Oh, well, what the heck? So I unzipped my jacket. I say I came to your audition, <laughs> and they said, uh, "Oh, okay." I say this what this what we, this is what we want you to do. We want you to uh, walk down there, pose, walk back up, pose, and walk back down there and pose. And so I'm saying, while she talking, I'm saying to myself, "Pose, right? What you mean, pose? And as you do that, guess what? It's three people at a table videotaping you." And I'm saying, oh, man. So I leaned over to her. I was like, uh, what you mean, pose? I said, what you mean, pose? She said, you know, just pose. I said, uh, I never done this before. <laughs> so she smiled so hard. If she would open up her mouth, she would have cracked up. And it would have been a, li- a loud laugh. She said, well, you know, act like you're looking at your watch. Uh, oh, nice. I said, oh, okay, okay. She said, just, she said, 
most importantly, just walk slow and just walk. Do your normal walk. And I said to myself in my head, oh, I got a cool walk. <laughs> I got a cool walk. You know, I got a cool walk. I said, I can handle that. I, that the walking part, but the posing part, I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I did it. I did it. Then they said, okay. It only took 45 seconds. Then I had to go to the other side of the wall, and they took two pictures, and then that was it. Okay. And so, and, uh, so I made the roster. And they said, because you made the roster for KC Fashion Week doesn't mean you necessarily get to walk. Not uh, an agent, I mean, not a designer have to choose from you. And so a designer chose me. His name is a uh, Andrew Calancy. Uh, he, out of, uh, he out of London, but he stays in uh, Tennessee. His NEO Iron brand, phenomenal. He make clothes for Taylor Swift, Cher, Jay-Z, uh, Elton John. Actually, Elton John performed last year and I I modeled a jacket that he had on. Oh, cool. oh that mug was super bad. Oh cool. man, super bad. But uh, wow. any old was iron shout if out. The, if it was the same jacket he wore, Elton John could say he was inside of you. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Is he an organ or something? He's <laughs> he can't be inside of you. He got to be an organ or some liver. You put your jacket on. That you put. He put. He wore your jacket that you wore. He's inside of your jacket. Yeah, I got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go and roll with that one though. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Okay. And so uh what happened? So I went to the show. So I'm sitting down, because I'm the old guy. I'm not about to run around with all y'all young kids. Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm conserve my energy. <laughs> so, oh yeah, you know the old <laughs> so the old story the the, the so, young bull and the old bull. But right? I still got a lot of energy. Right. But I was like, you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna act civilized. And so uh we just throughout conversation, people was asking me, uh, I don't know how we got to it. They was like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 49. And they, and they was like, you ain't 49 years old. I was like, uh, yes, I am. And so it got around every, as, as we was waiting to uh, start the show. Group of people would come over, say, hey, how old are you? I said, I'm 49. They was like, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> so after that calmed down, a lady approached me, and uh, they was on the same uh, uh uh, team I was on, mm -hmm. uh, Andrews, uh, Calancy, Ennio Iron. Uh, she said, do you ought to uh, submit your photos to uh, the top uh, agent models agencies in Kansas City, Missouri? Guess what I did? I busted out laughing. I said, don't nobody want this old black guy. I said, don't nobody, don't nobody want no pictures of no old black guy. She said, no, no, just do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so after the show was uh, over with, two months passed. No, not almost. Maybe about a month and a half. I said to myself, oh, what the heck I got to lose? So right. I looked up the agencies that they gave me, uh, and I submitted three photos. Uh, did you go have them professionally done? Like, how'd you do your photos? Uh, I took one uh, from Red Carpet, well, not the show that I oh, took. Oh, nice. Smart. And, uh, and uh, I got to get the other two. I forgot. Your mom had pictures on the fridge, too. I knew one day it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, you yeah. was handsome. I love the sweater on you. <laughs> right. Green with stripes yeah. on. I was like, Mom, you got moth holes in it. Go <laughs> on, baby. It's You're okay, so handsome. Okay. It don't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, oh, man, that's funny. That's how our moms talk to for real. <laughs> I love my mom too. I really do. I really do. And I got a tear jerker. Uh, I really do love my mom. I love my, my mom. My mom is one of my best friends. Yeah, my mom is awesome, man. My my father passed away, but yeah. uh, I love my dad too. That's why I said that. But mom, she's she, she's funny as I'll get out. She 
like a little comedian. She's nice. 70, 73, 74, one of the two. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I, uh, Submitted the photos uh, to the agency, and uh, I forgot I submitted them. Oh, nice. And my, I got an email and said, hey, this is uh, the agency model in town. I'm reading it. Hey, we seen the photos that you submitted. We'd like to uh, uh, call you into our office. And I was like, what? And so they office on, uh, in uh, downtown on Walnut. Went down there, and uh, they was talking to me. Uh, Becky and her, uh, I, think, I think her assistant, just talking, we was talking, and uh, she said, hey, we'd like to offer you a contract. Oh, shit. And I was like, for real? And uh, she was like, yeah. Start the negotiating, <laughs> let's and go. And she said, uh, how we make money is get you jobs. Mm -hmm. You go audition. Uh, all we ask for is $50, and the $50 for is to set up my personal uh, model page. And uh, and then that's it. And I was like, oh, for real? She was like, yep. And he said, uh, well, we'll take, like when you get paid, all we uh, ask for is 20% whatever you make. And I said to myself, small turns in my head, I was like, okay, $100, $100, all y'all want is 20. I said, that's easy. I said, okay, where do I sign? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's you didn't my, negotiate? $20. See, I'm looking at that 100 bucks. I'm looking at like- 20 80? I'm looking at $35 is going to the government, and then another $20 oh, no, no, is no, going no, to no, them. No. Oh, well- that's like $55. You're, that's you're only you, making $45. That's if you report it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm imagining they're getting you legitimate business, but hey, maybe right. if, it's, if it's under the table, Ooh. all right. If you like to place a call, please hang up and try to call again. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say that last part. So, but no, that's that's great, though. Yeah. That was great to me. I was like, okay, because they do all the work. All I got to do is show up. Right. You wouldn't have that without them anyways, right? Exactly. Yep. And so... Uh, my first, my first uh, still photo shoot was uh, for Sprint and SoftBank over in Overland Park, Kansas. So you know, like you uh, go into an office building and you see pictures and stuff like that of photos or people working or sitting in a yeah. lounge. I'm in. I'm sure. so you go into a Sprint Center. I'm in there. Nice, nice. <laughs> you look up on. Uh, uh, soft. I don't know too much about SoftBank, so I ain't gonna. I don't know how it is over there, but I know for uh, for Sprint, that's how it is. So that was my first time getting to, uh, getting the gig, and actually it was for free. They just gave me a gift card. I said, hey, I got to do something. This free. They says it. Uh, they don't pay anything. No Sprint and, don't. No, when they sent me out. Oh, because I didn't have to take it. But me being new, I said, you know, I got to start somewhere. Right. Give me everything. And so I, I accepted a gift card. I was like, okay, cool. It was fun, too. It was an all-day affair. And they fed us, and they gave us a gift card. I was like, okay, I'm cool. So but maybe not even a month later, I uh, got an email and said, uh, go audition. Uh, so I went to go audition. I didn't know. At the time, I didn't know I was auditioning for a high V commercial with Patrick Mahomes. Because uh, I was like, uh, okay, after I got the part, they said, they said hey, you got the part. Uh, this is our location. So I pulled it up on my maps. I said, this is not a high V store. This is a house. I was like, well, what kind of high V commercial is this? So I'm sitting in there, you know, I got my cool glasses on. So I made it to the place. I made the, this, the, uh, the location rather. They had the streets blocked off. They had like food. They had high V catering. They had, they had policemen. I mean, they had like 
uh, three blocks shut off, <laughs> blocked off. You had to like, who are you? And they let us in. It still didn't dawn on me like, you know, this is something big. I'm yeah. thinking I'm just shooting a high V commercial crib, in somebody's yeah. house. I, even if you're telling me that's it's my homes, I think that's a little bit extreme. Well, <laughs> well as we, uh, before I'm back up, as we uh, do commercials and stuff like that, audition, they, they tell us if it's a, uh, uh, a celebrity, <clears throat> we can't say anything. Because okay. if, if it gets out, uh, we'll lose our money and we lose our credibility. Yeah, right, 100%. So, but at the time, nobody knew. Right. So I'm sitting in this huge house with the window about the size of your back, your, your wall right here. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there just chilling. And that day, it was extremely hot. It was extremely hot. And uh, so I'm sitting in there just chilling. They setting up everything. And somebody walks in. I wear glasses, right? But somebody walks in in the backyard. So I squint. I was like. That's Patrick Mahomes. Cool. I'm in my debut commercial with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Nice. And I, so that's how it all started. And you know that young man is a phenomenal young man. That day when I was saying that day was extremely hot. And so he comes inside. Uh, he was like, man, it's hot outside. Hey, man, it's really it's hot, hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, he don't talk like that in person. It, it, it doesn't sound the same. It doesn't sound the same at all. But he's a real, 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 real nice young man. And so he came in, he introduced himself to everybody. He said, hey, we like, hey, how you doing, Pat? And everybody taking pictures. I'm sitting over there that's cool and everything. And I was like, man, I should go up and get a picture with him. But we spoke and uh, talked and said a couple of words, like, hi, hey, how you doing? So another scene, he goes outside, he comes back in, and it's a box fan sitting on the aisle, I mean, on the island in the kitchen. So he's like, man, it is hot outside. So he, took the, he takes the box fan and put it on himself. Three people rushed him. He said, hey, Patrick, no, no, let her hold that for you. Oh, my God. And this, no, but check this out. He said, no, no, no. He said, no, I got this. He said, I got it. So they was like, no, Patrick, let us hold it for you. And he was like looking around like, I can't believe this. He had this look on his face like, no, I got this. So he was like, okay. He, he uh, gave it to him. And so they was holding it right there for him, right? Guess what he do? He walks away. Nice. He's like, man, I, I don't need y'all doing that for me. Nice. And right then and there, I was like, man, this is a real – Humble, great kid. Now, this is after he won the MVP uh, uh, of the league mm-hmm. through for those 50,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. He's already a first ballot Hall of Famer. He already had the success. He haven't got the uh, the half a million, <coughs> half a billion dollars contract yet, but he had all these endorsements. So mm-hmm. he had uh, a decent amount of money. Do what made him be like, yeah, hold that fan. I, yeah, I, I, that's what I was, like I don't know what I would do. I'd be like, be I would be like him, but then I might like fuck with people too. Yeah, go you know what I mean. If you got that, how far can I take this? Right, right. Yeah, okay. He was a humble guy, man. He was like, he while they was holding the fan, he walks off, and it made it made him feel some type of way. Like, oh, he's not that type of dude. Yeah, cool. And so, man, he was a real. Real, real nice young man too, and so uh, I hear nothing but great things about him. Oh, he's just the nicest dude, and it's genuine. That's why I don't like him. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's why Cause he's, he's too nice. He's, he's genuine. I want a bad boy quarterback. Bad. I want a Joe Namath smoking cigarettes on the sideline, oh, the wearing day. the fur coat. I know there ain't that much. There ain't those guys around <laughs> no more, really. But I like that old school. He's too nice. Like yeah. he's with his girlfriend from West high Bottoms. school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's with his, Back in the yeah, day. Like he's still with his high school girlfriend and just like, I don't know. He's too clean cut. Whatever. I'm not into that. I don't. He's fine. He's great. But when he get on the nice field. Nice dude, I'm sure. But I'm just. When he get on the field, he's a totally different person. 
that's that's where you get that's where the balance come from. That's fine. He get on the field, he's like, okay, no, nah, I'm about to take y'all hair off. I'm about to stump on y'all. We about to put on some numbers, and we are gonna have some fun doing it. And matter of fact, if we lose, a lot of killers out there. If, if we losing, I ain't gonna let y'all know we losing. We about to come back and win, man. I like, I like Tom that. Brady. Tom Brady's yeah. a killer. I like yeah. Tom. Now Tom Brady's yeah. a killer, and he's been with a couple supermodels, and he's like, I'm an <laughs> asshole. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But he still, he still, he still have a balance, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's crazy balanced. Like yeah, yeah he's it's not. It's not like I'm use this word. It's not funky. Yeah. It's not like, oh man, you walk away like, man, this dude. Yeah, I wanted you, Marcus Russell. Uh, no, you did. No, 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 no. Keep him with the Raiders. Not that he's a bad guy. Him. He is a bad guy. He took the money and ran. He took the money, blew up like three hundred and twenty pounds, and said, "Fuck you, I'm done." Well, that's right. I want. You bet your Marcus Russells of the world. Not in this season. Maybe in the latter part of his season, he might do that. But yeah. not right now. We need him right now. Because that Super Bowl was phenomenal. Even when the Royals won the, uh, mm, the pennant. Yeah. Man, the World Series. Man, that was phenomenal. Man, Kansas City need that, man. You know, we needed that at those We're a baseball times. town. When it boils yeah. down to it, we're a baseball town that wants to be a football town. Like, they mm-hmm. they love their Chiefs and shit. But, boy, when those Royals show out, it is the see, mm-hmm. the whole city. I've You know, I've, I was here I, I was here for both the World Series. The la- previous ones, whatever, 2014 and 13 no, or 15 something. and 87. Well, no, well, the, not the one we won, but the one we went to before and lost. Oh, went to, oh yeah, okay, that was, that was uh, 14 and 15 or something, whatever. Yeah, those 13, two, 14, 15 I, During those two World Series runs, I, there was just a feel in the entire city. Yes. Everybody had baseball and Royals fever. I mean, mm-hmm. if you cut somebody off, instead of the person getting pissed off at you, they'd be like, all right, man, yeah. I get it. Like, I was just a little yeah, bit yeah. nicer, you Go know? Royals. Yeah. <laughs> But you know when when the when the Chiefs were had their Super Bowl that they lost and then won the previous year, there was there was still of course there's an energy, but it was nothing like yeah, the Royals in Virginia City. It's just, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, man. It wasn't. I mean, people love the Chiefs, but it ain't as big as the Royals. It's, it's just yeah, people. Are, yeah, and yeah, and the, and the the I went to the. I went to the Royals parade and that was nuts. Massive. The entire city was shut down. People were parked on the highways. Yes, like yeah. both sides of the street, everything was blocked up. The city was shut down. Yes, yes. Chiefs I, parade was eh, it was fine. It was, it was big, cold. but it was it was cold. <laughs> but I, I, I'm telling you what, the uh, Royals people would have came out no matter how cold it was to the to those numbers that they did. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs fans, they I mean, it's just it's not I'm telling you, it's Kansas City is a baseball town that okay. really is just wants to be a football town. Like yeah. we're a baseball town. Well long we winning, that's all that matters. I tell you what, the sure as hell they ain't. They ain't a fucking soccer town no matter how hard they try. Well, the yeah. Wizards the Wizards have been winning since they first got here back in ninety eight. Eight, 97, whenever they were here. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been winning ever since. Nobody gave a fuck about them. I went to lots of games uh-huh. at Arrowhead back when they used to play out there. They were, you can get tickets for dirt cheap. No one was out there. Mm-hmm. Now they're at the Sporting KC, and they're, and now they're still crushing it in big. Yeah. And it's 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 big, but it ain't nothing like Royals or Chiefs. Oh, no, not at all. But it's evolving worldwide with the soccer. Uh, no, it's always been evolved except for here. Yeah. We're the ones that have to catch up. Yeah, I think, well, we have a lot of, like my daughter, actually, my daughter uh, is on a soccer team, and she played yesterday, but my daughter is hilarious. Uh, she likes sports, 
but she don't like to get dirty. It's <laughs> the funniest thing. She brought a blanket. I said, what's the blanket for? She said, uh, well, I don't want to sit on the grass. <laughs> I said, it's AstroTurf. It's not real grass. Oh, nice. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to sit on my blanket. I don't want to sit on the on this. I was like, okay. <laughs> but she, then she'll go out there and play. Nice. I was like, but I, when she come back, oh, I want to sit on the chair. I want to sit on the bleacher. I want to sit on my blanket. Then the other little girls okay. want to do it too. Right. I was like, okay, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You're funny. But the soccer thing, man, This, uh, I went to a, a, a game. When we was playing, I, uh, Will Ferrell uh, owns a part of the L.A. Galaxy. Galaxy, and I ran into him at the thing. Man, he's a, he, he he was they had he had his own little suite at the uh, at the uh, Sporting KC. Okay, yeah, but it was it was it was great. The atmosphere now, the soccer, uh, the fans are, are wild too, man. They're wild. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm not. It's, yeah. For it's like the championship, but for like being in that arena, yeah. I, I guess they called uh, Sporting KC. Our Sporting arena. KC. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. It used to be, who's that guy, the, the biker guy with one nut? The, uh, Lance Armstrong. Lance. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> it used to be Lance Armstrong Stadium or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, he changed because of what he had done. <laughs> yeah, because he was incredible asshole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of the great assholes of all time. What they say if you ain't if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win or something like that. Yeah, right? That's an old baseball saying. <laughs> you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. trying yeah. I get it, especially in that sport. Yeah, that, that wasn't the egregious part. The egregious part was uh, him going after the 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 families that were accusing him of it and him suing the hell out of them. Uh, he didn't want that to get out. Oh, I got out, and then fucking Dana broke his ass. Yeah, I was a fan of it. I used to watch the Tour de France all the time, really? man. Yeah, man. That stuff, man. I, I, stuff like that is just entertaining because they battling. Because I'm a cost. I'm normally I'm a, my favorite sport of all time is cross country. Okay. And so you got it's you against you. It's right. like you got to suck this up. Ain't nobody going out there like, come on, you can do it. No, yeah. you got to say that to yourself mm -hmm. and keep going. Even when you're getting elbowed, when you're people stepping on your feet, stepping on the back of your your, your heel or your toe. Kind I mean, of countries feet. like that? Man, cost, yeah. yeah. Damn, I'm, sure, I, I'm a runner. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was a soccer player. Cost uh, so I'm a runner. I didn't know cross country was like that. Go, go, some go through some when, you, uh, when they – when you go have to go through the woods, mm -hmm. when it's through the trees, that's when it gets brutal. When it's wide open, it's just like a lot of banging with the elbows sure. and try to drop for uh for space. But once you get off out of the scenery and you go into the woods, a little trail, oh man, oh man, yeah, yeah, you got to do something. Not get out of here. One little bump, five people will pass you because you're gonna lose your, your pace, your rhythm, and then people just come right behind you, or some people be trailing you, pushing you. Like they they stay right behind you. They they gonna run when you run. Well, if you get off step, they say, "Uh oh, I see him slowing up, or I see her slowing up." Let me just speed up and go right past them because they can tell. Oh, they slowing down. They stride is different. Or just let me step on their foot, or they or they step on the pebble. Just that one little. Uh, and next thing you get know, get out of here. Oh yeah, get out of here. Cross country is a com competitive. Sport, <laughs> but I thought it was just competitive running. I didn't think there was like a little, little, little oh yeah, little nasty nasty. If you wanted to, if you want, I thought there were first. a bunch of people that weren't athletes, but they knew how to run. <laughs> hey, I'm an athlete, man. <laughs> I know you are. I'm saying you know you can be a cross yeah. athlete. You, know, you can cross play <laughs> cross different sports too. Yeah, but like people that stuck to that, I just figured they weren't like I oh no, didn't man. have coordination to play ball sports. So I just I can run. Nah, man. Long. How distance. far is it? How far is it a run? A cross country run? Is that just like a five k? Well, no, in like in high school, it's different. High school, it's only like a mile, mile and a half or two. What? Yeah. That ain't running. Yeah, and, and you were you, you 16 years old? I will yeah. fuck. 
anyone that's up when, at a mile race right now. Well, what you doing like 444, <laughs> 544 a mile? They ain't doing that in high school. Yes, that's my time. On a track? No, on the field. No, not on the track going around and around and around. Not uh, not track and field. Cause country is different. Yeah. All right. Cause uh, uh, class eighty seven. Bulldogs wind out. Uh, to this day, I still have the fastest freshman mile at J.C. Harmon. Damn, four fifty-four. I think it was four fifty-four or five fifty-five forty-four. Well, that's a big fucking difference, yeah. man. <laughs> because that's the a number, minute you know, difference. That was over thirty-five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> if he's got the record, you should know it. That'd be ingrained uh, in my mind, man. <laughs> I, I moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah, all right, you didn't peak in <laughs> high school. All right. Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, but yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Five forty-four, I can do. Wow, oh, man. Four fifty-four a mile. That's you're not you're not five fifty-four in a mile. Come you, on, you man. Jogging. It's a mile. You running? Yeah, it's a mile. Yeah, Anyone yeah. can run for a mile. Okay. Go uh, run for twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that pace up for twelve miles. Good luck with People that. People do that. Yeah. People yeah, Ethiopians do that. Do that. <laughs> See, I'm glad you said that. I didn't want to. That's a good way for me to segue what I'm about to say. My neighborhood, right? Growing up, baseball, football, basketball. I'm the only kid want to play. I want to run long distance. So they was like, "Man, where are you from?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I'm your next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you from Africa?" Right. Then back then, you know, because I always been a skinny, skinny little dark kid. I'm like, where are you from, man? I'm like, "Dude, we neighbors. You stay across the alley from me on the next block." Everybody else, baseball. Football, basketball, me. Hey, I was going running. What? What? We a sprint, but I'm not right. running long, long period of time. That was my thing. I love to run, but now I haven't ran like two and a half years because of my knee. I had to have surgery when I was 40 uh, years old. Playing basketball, I had to show some kids that I still know how to hoop because I know how to, I learned how to play basketball. Right. Became real good at it, and uh, playing basketball when I was 40 years old. I got I have the ball. <laughs> Instead of the guy playing defense, I ain't gonna never forget it. Instead of him playing defense, because uh, I'm about to go around him. Cause I was pretty I was a pretty good athlete at, at 40. And I'm going to the cup. He sticks out his knee. That's, oh yeah. And so knee to knee contact. Yeah. Chipped off a, a oh, bone. Chipped hear off that. a bone. God on my damn, knee. No. Ah. Tore my ligaments, ah. my uh and tore my meniscus. I had to learn how to walk again and everything. Oh. My leg was straight for like three and a half months. They had to oh. bend it slowly, slowly. Went through that whole process. And I said, I'm never touching the basketball again. Yeah. But that's back to cost country. This, this. But, yeah, cost country is my thing, though, man. But I haven't ran in three and a half years, though. You can still do – is there still cross country races? I know there's – 5Ks, 10K races. Those are the best ones to do for people who's older. Because mm -hmm. uh, they ain't hitting the, each other. They ain't <laughs> trying to <laughs> knock each other off. Well, Rock the Park over in uh, – uh, that's not over in the park. Over in uh, where uh, Parkway is. What's that? Parkway? Oh, Parkway. They still have – you can qualify for the Boston Marathon at that because it's a, a half a marathon. Okay. And so you, they, you can qualify – you can track your time. And they'll send it to somewhere in Boston and say, mm -hmm. okay, you qualify. Because you have to qualify to run in the Boston Marathon. You're just going to say, hey, wake up one Can't morning show and say, up. hey, I just want to run in here. He's like, no, nah, we need some some numbers where you, where you qualify that. Oh, wow. And so some people do that too. But for me, I just like doing the fun part of it. Because you do a 5K, because my tradition was I always do uh, the Big 12. 
5K. That's the most funnest 5K. What's that? Uh, when the Big 12 come in here and play. Oh, the basketball they have, tournament. They have, okay. Yeah, they have a, a, a the Big uh, 12 run. 12 miles? Uh, no, this is called the Big 12. Now they have a 12 mile. They just started 12 mile right, uh, the 12 mile right before the pandemic. So now they have the one mile, the 5K, and the 12.12K. Uh, oh, a one so mile? A, yeah, just for fun. That'd be fun. Because, man, it's, it's hilarious because you get from – because this is the awesome part about it. Is everybody running at the same time? No. Nope. Okay, you got you people in that. strollers. You got women in groups. You got old people. You got young people. You got kids. Right. Oh, man, I'm talking about it's, it's phenomenal because only the first first place and second place gets, gets something different. From third, from 999, <sighs> you all get the same thing. A medal, T-shirt, and this has some good Other time. Other age groups? Nope. Oh. Well, if you depends how you like in uh, – what was it called? Like the, uh, the Fro-Yo division? Run at the Liberty Memorial. Mm-hmm. Now, they are known for the toughest heels in all the 5Ks around the world. Liberty? I took first in that. I love running in my a- In my age group. <laughs> so that's they had they had it set up different. They, like, uh, at that time, I was, I think I was 50. No, I think I was 48 or 47. Maybe 47. But it's from 47 to 50. <clears throat> okay. In that age group, and uh, whoever comes in first, you automatically get a a go. Since it was a fro yo yogurt run, mm-hmm. you automatically get a silver spoon with them with a metal. Oh, on. cool! <laughs> but if you take first place in your age group, they call you and they say, "Richard Torrance, come up to the stage. You took first place, and you get a gold spoon." So oh, that's yeah. what I had. So that was pretty cool. And then you can take that to that fro yo place anytime you want and get free yogurt. No, actually, they gave you free yogurt, free yogurt right there on the spot. And it was delicious, too. Just once? Yeah, just You once. won. You should be able to take that golden spoon. <laughs> Lifetime. Like, like I, yeah, like I'm coming in here and eating all I want with this spoon. Lifetime. But it, uh, so uh, 5Ks are just so fun because when you finish them. I've never done one. When you finish them, you won't be tired. Right. You won't be like, oh, man, I need to go lay down and rest my legs. Right. And you're like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, let's have some fun. The, the networking. Uh, like I ran into uh, Aaron Neville's. Is it Aaron Neville's? Aaron Neville, the singer? Nah, the, from the KC uh, NBC Channel Nine News. I don't. I wouldn't know. Uh, what's his name? But he's a no Aaron Neville, the, the ugly Aaron black Neville. guy. His last name or Neville's. The ugly black guy that has the sing the, uh, the, the sing, pe- with the mole on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, and he sings real high pitch. Like what? What yeah, was? He sings uh not not country but blues slash country. But yeah. he's a real good singer though. Him yeah, he's a good singer. Yeah, yeah, but not so it's not Aaron. I forgot his last name or his first name, but he's the weather guy. Okay, I ran into him. He took third because you get it at that time. If you come in first or second, you get uh, a gift card for uh, gas because it was Phillips sixty six, and you get tickets to the game. What game? When they had the Big oh, Twelve. Oh, Big Twelve. Any, yeah, Big any 12 game you game. wanted or just the uh, the Big... championship game? Oh, that's yeah, pretty big. If you come in first and second, so some guys man to be. Actually, be trucking, right? Trucking. I want them tickets. Oh yes, because at the you know the Big Twelve is phenomenal. You can sell them tickets, man. Huh? I love it when the Big Twelve's in KC when they got the sprints. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it was phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. Like the last time I ran, uh, it was five, maybe five degrees, snowing, and when the snow hit you, it turned into water. Mm Mm-hmm. I've done That's that. That's how cold it was down there. But well, we still ran that bad boy, man. It was cold. It was cold, but it was great. So five the moral of that story is running five K, you can have some fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean I run 
I can run <laughs> three and a half miles okay. all day, any day. It's no big deal to me. Oh, you I've do just it. never done mm-hmm. an official 5K like race. Oh, you you enjoy it, man. That's what everybody tells me. I do. I should do it. You enjoy it. Just even before, like I did the uh, do some kind of podcast type meetup or something. Whoever wants to come run with me. What's yeah. that beer place down down downtown? A lot of Boulevard. Yeah, they had a run, and uh, before the run, people was getting they 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 put out. You know, like they had water on the cup. I mean, on the tables. They, they had beer. beer. People was getting drunk before the run. <laughs> This is at like six thirty in the morning. The yeah, race hey, started at seven a.m. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> but Give it was, me some pale ale. Let's was, go. That's how. That's how fun it is. Yeah. That's, if people just out there to have fun, doesn't matter if you come in first. Well, it matters if you come in first or second because you get some extra stuff. But if you come in third. I'm not. Third, I will be. I will want to. Oh my! If I come in third place, I'm ready to hang myself. Uh, I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I came this close. close. What did I? Oh. But I'm telling you, the the, the people that you meet. Uh, the fun that you have before the race, after the race. Um, if people don't just leave, especially if the weather's nice, people hang out. And it's they, getting running season too. It's, this is perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. And they they have fruit, they have drinks, and sometimes like even the Big Twelve on your bib, you tear your piece of your bib off, you take it to one of the uh, uh, places inside of a what's that? The Power and Light. What's the, in, the inside? The oh, KC yeah, Live. Yeah. You give it to one of uh, the vendors. Or and they give you a, you get a beer. You just have to show it to them, or give just it give to them. them. It, it's uh, it's attached to your bib. Oh, you can so just, you just get tear it off bib, so, and say here. So by the time I, of the end of the night, you've got like two little strips left. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Hey, uh, no, it's just it's just detached, and you just get you just get one drink for free." Oh, yeah. Well, I'm coming to you and getting your free drink. Yeah, that's what it. that's what that's right. <laughs> that's what they did too. Actually, I did it once. I said, you know what? I just sip on some beer. There you go. Y'all, you want me to tell you what happened? Y'all really want to know this? Come on, let's hear it. Man, my stomach hurt so bad. I had to leave because I had to do number two. That's a true story. From the beer? Yeah, because it's been so long since I had drunk anything. All that wheat? And it, I was For like, man, wheat sensitive. I was something? like, man, why my stomach starting up? Bubble up. <laughs> I said, well, I'm go. I gotta go. All right, see y'all later. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I give mine away. That's what beer will do to you. You should. What you should be having is this West Bottoms whiskey called oh, Kansas fine. City whiskey. Awesome. Some of that stuff. Now that's not gonna give you bubble gut. That's not gonna make you shit the bed. Nothing. That's the good stuff. Right I know the, there. the bottle itself looks very uh, crafty. It's pretty very sweet. slick. Yeah, very slick. Uh, Richard, I wish you the best of luck with your invention. Appreciate that. I don't know what it is. I can't wait to find out when it is. When will be? When will we be able to find out when it is? Um, you, have, you don't know yet because you haven't sold it. I haven't sold it but yet. You're but if uh, the guy to give me the the fifteen thousand dollars, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Invent Help. And so I would say if that thing's because uh, I would know something about October the October the twenty October the thirtieth. Would he say yes or no? Okay. And uh, then I'm just gonna go straight to uh, to invent help and uh, say, hey, let's get this thing rolling, and then we'll take it from there. So maybe a year or so. But I've been waiting uh, long enough, so another year, you don't care. some months. I'm like, okay, right. because my greatest thing now is it's not a plant. For, you're watching grow. It's not the money for me now, anyway, because no. I'm already a wealthy guy. Good for you. So it's not 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 not, not finance. Let me. Uh, say that's not financially. Yeah, you already pull up in a Cadillac. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's my first car in 12 years. My nice. first car in 12 years. I mean, in 12 years. That's dope. When I, 
Um, if anybody's out there contemplating about getting a divorce, don't do it. Stay together and work it out. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. I am broke. <laughs> you see that. You see where I live. I, I, I am broke. I paid that ex yeah, a but, lot of freaking money. And let me tell you something. I am so happy I'm divorced. If you are thinking about getting divorced <laughs> at all, if it's still financially worth it, to have that freedom to get away from whatever it is that just trapped that you don't love and you're just stuck, get out. Run. Bite it. Bite that bullet. Get out of there. Get a good lawyer. That's my advice. Get yeah. a good lawyer. Uh -huh. I didn't get a lawyer. I got raped. Get yeah. a good lawyer and get divorced. That was those are that was a true story, ladies and gentlemen. Now the other side of the true story is too. It's always two sides yeah, of the yeah. story, and both of them can be true, like these are. And uh, like I had a my experience was bad, like yours. But to this day, now I'm getting a little emotional. If I could, I would go back because I divorced her. It wasn't because I cheated on her or abuse or anything like I that. I divorced her too. And uh, but to this day, I wish I could. Uh, but that's something totally different. Sure, sure. But uh. But I'm saying the moral of this story is do what's right you, for you. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. Just work it out. Just yeah. talk. Just, just talk to each other. Work it out. It takes two. It takes two to make so a thing go try. right. Yeah, that's a song. <laughs> Y'all want to hear it? Here you go. It takes two to make things go right. It takes two to make it outside. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, no listen, doubt. if you do try it, though, if, yeah, for sure. I'm not saying run and quit. I mean, you're married. Like, make it work. Yes. If you can't make it work, you've gone through some counseling, <laughs> and you've got to talk to each other and done, and you've tried everything, and you still just whatever gots to go because you got to be you. Get out. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that way though. If they could, they would. You know, it's not like everybody. A, a, it's a lot not of like a thought thinking. I have in my mind all the time. Anything like that? Like, oh man, you know what? Da da da. It's just you know, like, hey, what a, if I would have just tried a little bit harder. Or stuff like that. So, but what I was getting at, I'm already wealthy, but not financially. You know, just wealthy in the, in my health mm -hmm. and uh, taking care of myself and eating right. Mm -hmm. So, the biggest thing for me is the manifestation of it, it coming to pass. Okay. Because I'm like, man, because I'm already, Damn, you know, that has got to be a thing. I hear it. Huh? That's the that's the thing when it when it <sighs> comes to pass and the money, this would be extra. But now I don't look. I don't call it money. I call it access now. Because mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes cash can't get you in, so you got to use a, a debit card. Or sometimes the debit card won't work, you got to use your cash. Mm -hmm. But then there's sometimes you got to have a blank check where you have access to anything. So my look at money now is access. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's, 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 that's all it is. It's access to places where you can get in, where you can't get in, where you have access and freedom. Yes. And so for, so it's not the money part for me now, it's the manifestation, just to see. I ain't crazy. Mm -hmm. I've been like this since I was a kid, and now I'm putting it to I'm I'm putting I'm the rubber meeting the road. I want to see this thing manifest. That would be the highlight for me. Now everything that comes with that, I'm gonna like that too. Take them first, <laughs> Richard. This was great. Awesome. I I I hope for your manifestation to come true, and I have no doubt that it will. With this just meeting you and what a badass working, hardworking dude you are, and what you believe in, and. I, uh, I see nothing but success in your future, my man. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Uh, any last words you'd like to say before we, we get the heck out of here? Uh, no, uh, no, not really. I think everything's been said, and I just want to thank you for having me on your show. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the beginning of a good friendship. And anytime so. you want me to come back on, uh, okay. when, when uh, things happen, 
things manifest, uh, I'll let you know, and I come back on. We can do a follow up and say, "Hey, y'all, do a follow up. Bring me, boom. Event, bring me a free invention, what? or whatever it is." No, I ain't gonna. I don't think. You, well, let me look around. Let me look around. Let me look around. <laughs> see if you'll use it. I don't know. Your kids might. You got some kids? Yeah, I got. They might kids. use it. Well, you might use it because you never know. Because it'll be a. I am a kid. Oh, me too, man. That's what keeps <laughs> us young, man. Yeah, I'm telling you for real. I'm telling you, it keeps me young. It keeps yep. me young. Even when I'm losing my hair, I still, I still, I still think I'm young. <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your social out there in case people want to follow uh, you or check your stuff out? Richard underscore E underscore Torrance. Torrance is spelled T O R R E N C E. Boom, shalak, boom. That was it. We're out of here. Bye. <laughs>